From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, February 21st. I'm Sarah Reith. Some voters are receiving a second round of erroneous ballots to replace the misprint that every voter in the county received earlier this month. One small precinct in Redwood Valley has not been updated since the redistricting that followed the 2020 census. Adam Gaska is a 1st District Supervisor candidate who lives on the boundary of the 1st and 5th District, west of Calpella. On Monday, he noticed an anonymous Facebook post by a voter who had gotten a ballot with no supervisor's option on it. He did some cross-referencing. So I asked where they were at, what street they lived on. Turns out they live very close to me. I looked on the county's GIS map and said, well, yes, you are still in the 1st District. Um, You should be able to vote. Call Katrina's office. I figured out who the person was, even though it was anonymously posted. I looked her up on the voter rolls that I had received from the county as part of my campaign and the database of all the voters so I can do mailers and such. And I had already separated out everybody in the first district or who I thought was in the first district, and she did not come up. So then I went back to the master roll and noticed that she is in a precinct called Lenox, which is the street that I live on, but I am not in that. I'm in the Forsyth Creek precinct. And I've talked and now called some of those people who are my neighbors. And it looks as if that entire precinct has received 5th District boundary or 5th District ballots. 55 of the Lennox Precinct voters are supposed to be in the 1st District. According to Lee Farr, who made the maps during the redistricting of 2021, the committee that redrew the boundaries to accommodate population shifts used census geography based on physical features like blocks rather than precincts, as was the previous custom. That decision was based on legal advice and was common throughout the region at the time. But it meant that some precincts, like Lennox, were split between districts. Gaska's confident he secured some of his neighbors' first district votes in the precinct, which could make a difference in a tight race. The 2020 census placed the countywide population at just over 91,000. American survey data, which is not as reliable as the census, places the first district adult population at 12,273. With voter registration at 53,000, it's unlikely that everyone who's eligible will participate. Still, Peter McNamee has a high level of confidence in American elections. He's civically engaged in Mendocino County and worked as a clerk and elections administrator in Yolo County in the 1970s. I do think that they are fair. Uh, I do think that overall they are high quality elections. I do respect the fact that they're very complex, they're difficult to do, and uh, issues will arise. And we need to have a demanding citizenry that makes sure that the people we ask to do this work have the capacity and ability to do it properly. And you don't fix that with an expose. You fix that by having an engaged citizenry. McNamee takes a big picture view. I would hope that there would be an ongoing discussion. I would also hope that it not specifically uh, just be focused on whether or not uh, people in the county elections office what they may or may not have done, but that the larger picture of the context within their they're being forced to operate in, uh, and specifically whether there is uh, adequate controls at the state level for the vendors that have to do this work that the county is not equipped to do. And so we need some transparency at the local level. I hope people will ask the questions of, you know, the state and ask the state representatives, our state representatives, to engage in that process and get answers from the state, Secretary of State's office. I would like to see the Secretary of State as the 
chief elections officer, their staff, be visible here in, in Mendocino County answering the concerns that voters may have if they, if they do have concerns about the integrity of the election. Supervisor Ted Williams, who's running for state assembly, is calling on the state to step in, too. And he's ready to fire the vendor responsible for the misprint, but he also lays responsibility at the county's feet. It's the state's responsibility to hold us to task. It's not to be punitive. Where a problem is found and we're off the chart in the wrong direction, it starts the conversation. What do we do to get in a line with uh, the, the best practices of areas that are successful? And I think, uh, I think the election is a great place to start. But do you think that this could be an issue of kind of another unfunded mandate where the state is asking a small county office that doesn't have a lot of resources to carry out state and federal mandates without providing the resources? Is is that what's going on here? I, I couldn't point to the data to back that claim. I recognize that it's a possibility. In general, there may be more mandates than there are dollars in this county. But, uh, you know, even so, the state gives us a list of 12 vendors that it it is approved. And we use one of those vendors and we find out there isn't any quality assurance. That's unfathomable. McNamee advises a cautious approach to a solution, saying the loss of control that comes with vote-by-mail elections is an unintended consequence of trying to eliminate the inequities of in-person elections. People used to miss work or the chance to vote by standing in line at polling places, often in working-class and non-white neighborhoods. He says elections administration continues to evolve. Every time you make a mistake, the silver lining is what you learn from it. As for candidate Yaska, he hopes the misprint doesn't discourage participation in the election. Do you think that there could actually be a silver lining that maybe the level of scrutiny will result in, in a tighter ship? I hope so. I mean, I hope that it makes people pay more attention to what's happening and not just kind of glaze over and not pay attention that these things are really important. And especially in a tight race, how people like to say, well, my one vote doesn't matter, but it can. I mean, it definitely can. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.